All right. You ready? We have something funny in the beginning that we said so we can put it in the intro. We have a lot of I've intro. I've been recording for 11 it's minutes. It's been going for like almost 12 minutes, minutes now. Coldwell Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jake, and I'm finally back again. Jake's back. Uh, it's good Woo-hoo! to see you guys. I'm happy to be here. Seriously, I missed it so much. No, it's, it's been no, all over a month since the last time I was here. Don't touch my thigh. Don't touch my thigh. <laughs> it's super hot in here, and I know that you're looking for more warmth. We're in, <laughs> we're in Jake's new place. Um, and there's no AC. There's no AC. Yeah, that's Not true. Not armor class. It stands for air conditioning. Right. God, that was the nerdiest I have joke. a lot of D&D on my brain right now, dude. <laughs> so, well, I'm, so, I'm Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros, and I want to go through a full introduction, because I want everybody to say that they're here. Hey, I'm here. I'm Chris. Uh, Reese, Reese is here. Scott is here as well. I'm Troy. I'm here. That's five of us. <laughs> what? That hasn't happened in a that while. That makes a baker's dozen bop. That makes a baker's dozen bop. I, I relate to that so hard. <laughs> I think it was Aliens when we were all together last. Yeah, last that's true. Like that. I love I love recording that episode. That was I think that was, it was my favorite episode so far. Yeah, my, my team was fun. Cool. And it's not because Troy picked it. <laughs> that's why it was my favorite. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Thanks. Well, we we all, we'll have a new favorite now. Right on. So, what are we up to? Chris is, like, chomping at a bit to say what he's been up to. Yeah, I was chomping. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm chomping. Right? Chomping on what? Chomping on the D! The D! The old bit. Chomping on the bit. Uh, no, we're we're uh, trying to do a new segment. We're calling... I guess it's a new show, basically, but we're calling it Roll Gently. It's my first time. And we're going to play a D&D campaign... And none of us have played D&D before, but we're all really good storytellers, so I guess we'll see how this goes. Or at we, least we think we are. We fancy ourselves good storytellers. Yeah, we, so. did a, we did a skirmish, and I learned how bad of a storyteller I am. You also learned the word skirmish. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were although, chomping at the bit to although, share that word. <laughs> although funny, it is untrue. I said, hey, Troy, we're doing a skirmish. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, and he Googled it really quickly. <laughs> skirmish, for sure. <laughs> And you also learned you can't keep an Irish accent up for, for multiple mean, hours. It's, it's been it's been a few years, but I will uh, I will listen and I will do one. Yeah, but keep an ear out. Hopefully, we can get that going soon. We're we're working really hard on it, but it's a lot harder than uh, jokes on me for saying that. But it's a lot harder to get it going than I thought originally. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get it out soon. Nice, should it's good. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy D and D is one of my favorite things to do. And Currently. I'm super excited that we're doing this for the podcast. It's awesome. It should be fun. That's cool. awesome. Uh, Reese, speaking of chomping at the bit, yeah. Reese has some uh, 
something really fun to talk about yeah. right now. So, <laughs> do you know what it is? I have no idea. No, <laughs> nobody knows. It's been really hard for me not to mention it. <laughs> so, because I know you guys are going to make fun of me relentlessly. Uh, we already do, so it's fine. <laughs> we just said we're playing D&D, and we're still going to make fun of you? For sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, so, uh, as you know, there's a lot of TV out there. And I tend to watch a lot of it. Only have one. Uh, in my free time. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, <laughs> I saw some things on social media, and people that I knew, uh, people that I grew up with, you know and they were like... Going? <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna get. There. I have no idea. I'm excited. And they were like, uh, they were posting all these videos of them crying, and they said like hashtag I'm not crying, you're crying, and they're we, all watching, watching the same this thing. Is us? No, oh, no, God. no, <laughs> worse, worse. The Bachelor, worse, Bachelor, worse, Bachelor, Paradise, worse. My wife and I started Nailed watching it. Queer Eye. Oh, it's incredible. Is it? So I never. You guys remember the? the I do first notice you're dressing series, right? a little better now. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, you guys obviously were aware of the original. Yeah. Where I for the straight guy. Yeah. I never saw it. Good but show. I, but I knew important, what it was. Important show. <laughs> but I knew what it was. So this one, it's super uplifting. Like they're, it's really really awesome, and they help people. But it's not just for straight guys. Like they help women. They help this one guy. Uh, part of his women need help too. It's sometimes. true. It's true. But they like part of not his makeover. Guys. Not just straight guys. <laughs> part of his makeover was his father had passed away, and he never came out of the closet. And so his stepmother, who helped raise him, uh, he wanted to be able to come out to her. And so they came and they kind of helped him have the confidence to do so. It was really, really touching, emotional kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I spent like all yesterday with my wife watching Queer Eye. How many times did you cry? Uh, every episode, <laughs> every single episode brought tears out of my face, and it's really, really good. If you have a moment, I, I recommend, have lots of moments. I, I recommend turning it on. It's, it's really, really good. Four or five moments. Four or five moments. I I have moments, but I think I'm going to spend them watching I Am a Killer <laughs> rather than Queer Eye. Is that what you've been I watching? Uh, my roommate and I actually started I Am a Killer the other night. And All of it, our foreheads are glistening right now. <laughs> it's really it's hot. Not. It's because you have a hat on. It's absorbing into the it's brim. Absorbing. <laughs> uh, no, we were watching I Am a Killer, and that show is really, really creepy. I've never even heard like, of it. It's a the first show. The first episode, the guy's like, yeah, I strangled a guy with a couple of socks tied together and strangled him to death, and he died. And I don't feel bad about it. Killed him to death. And then he's like, I don't feel bad about it. Long pause, and then... (laughs) And he starts laughing like a villain. Like a cartoon villain. And I was like going... And the guy's like, giant dude, bald, missing teeth in his mouth. Total, like, looks like he's, like, super redneck. I was watching it going, I just... My pants. Oh my god. Like, it was so... It is one of the creepiest... Anyway, super creepy movie. Uh, fantastic show. God damn it, stop doing that. If you like that, you need to listen to that. I've told you about the podcast, uh, uh, Sword, and Sword and Shield. The, the, they released a, a new episode today, and it's all these two brothers. They're like teenagers, murdered like their entire family. See, Dude, it's here's crazy. the thing. True crime has never really been my thing. But, like, that show is super interesting. 
So you guys are talking about uh, starting new shows, and I actually just finished a show. Sure okay. So I finished The Americans. I've wanted I've to watch good. that so bad. Oh, it is. I've, I've heard, heard so many really good things. You've been so, talking about that show for years. I have been. I have. It's it's really good. I like. It's. I don't know what to say about. It. I mean, okay. So the premise behind the story is that. There are two Russians who come to America. They live in Washington, D.C., and they pretend to be Americans. They live like Americans. They speak like Americans. They have American children. They stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance, and you know. but they are spies, and it's all about espionage. You mean they don't stuff. kneel? <sighs> anyway, so... If they so, were really Americans, they would kneel. Ooh, they would kneel. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but what's, what's interesting about them is because like, it, it's hard to really get into it because you see the good and the bad from both sides like the two main characters are Philip and Elizabeth Jennings and uh, and the whole thing with them is that totally fake American names you could tell it was Russians that came Philip and Elizabeth Jennings Philip come on come on how did they not know they were terrible spy names I'm never gonna watch this show (laughs) (laughs) alright Scott what have you been up to Okay, continue. I want to hear that. Anyway, I don't know why so did that. The, the interesting part about, about that was so mean. <laughs> the, the interesting part about the Americans is that it doesn't necessarily. It focuses on the Russian side of things, of course, but it doesn't necessarily show if anybody's a good guy or whatever, or a villain or a hero. Like it doesn't. It, it both sides are bad essentially, right? And so, but what you see is that like Philip and Elizabeth, they they kill people, they sleep with people, they get all, they do all that shit for. <clears throat> wait for Chris. Thanks, Chris. For a story. Gotta get that gram going, buddy. Gotta get that gram. Chris trying to describe for us, and I effed it up. You're you're thinking about social media, and I'm thinking about our episode. Oh, you were talking. I was completely disinterested. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, Scott. I'm gonna go find something. Here's my face. In this heat, I don't think that's a nice thing. <laughs> that's a terribly unpleasant situation. Oh, Please continue, Scott. We need to really clear the air after that. Okay, what's the um, time for, time stamp for that? It's cut back off. I don't know. <laughs> no, that was great. Minutes. <laughs> Keep that, man. <laughs> so, uh, I honestly haven't been doing much that doesn't revolve around the podcast. Yeah, me too. Um, so it's hard to talk about, but there is this. Uh, Again, another uh, YouTuber that I like that uh, kind of you made it made me think of it when you talked about the the serial killer um, uh, just being so nonchalant about killing oh, yeah. people. So there's a there's a YouTuber. He's actually a, a comedy YouTuber, but he did a reaction video. His, his name is uh, Gus Johnson. He's super funny. Um, so look him up. But uh, he uh, he did this reaction video to a Dr. Phil. Um, interview from like three or four years ago or something about a kid who uh, who um, beat his mom to death with a sledgehammer, and he was making <laughs> he was making fun of Doctor Phil about how, uh, about how just disgusting he was like the interview questions he was being it was pretty funny but the kid the kid was very like just stone faced and started laughing at parts that were super inappropriate so it's just like this weird feeling you get from creeps. Disclaimer here, Reese is a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah, that's probably very true. <laughs> Alright, okay. So. Let me think of it. 
Okay. What are we doing? Let's <laughs> let's talk. All right. So this episode is about "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," which is something that we reference in almost every episode. Awesome show. Very true. Um, I've wanted to include it, like have it be a theme for an episode for a long time. I've been wondering if we should do. Like, best episode, uh, stack episodes, there's too many, so you can't do that. So I decided to stack characters, because the characters are so good. They're all pretty defined. They, they have lots of overlap between characters, but they're pretty distinct, so I felt like... They're pretty distinct, but they're all jerks. Yeah, they, they, yeah. All, have, yeah, they all have that, that um, self-centered uh, quality. They're like uh, Seinfeld characters, but turned up. Really high. <laughs> yeah, a little they're bit. completely intolerant yeah, of everybody. That's like, really, yeah. really yeah. good description. Yeah, like, like they're, they're only friends because they like have to be. Right? <laughs> they all work together. Like us. Like us. They all work together. <laughs> yeah, we all Chris, own something together. You. We're all friends because, you know, one's my brother, another one's my cousin, the other one is convenient, and I'm not. Is gonna, that me? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm friends with the fifth, fourth person. <laughs> See, it, it, honestly, it it's it's a history. You have a history with the person, so like it's too hard to make new friends. Comfort. So Comfort. what? No, yeah. Scott. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so we're stacking the characters, right? We're stacking the characters. So the, the characters okay. being. Um, well, I'm not gonna say them because I'm a friend. I'm saying in the wrong in the order they would. <laughs> Um, the twins, <laughs> the, the the yeah. So Sweet D and Dennis are the twins. Charlie, uh, Mac, and then uh, Charlie and Mac, who might be brothers. Their dad, who might be half brothers. Might be half yeah. brothers. Their their dad and turned out to not be their dad, Frank. Frank, who might be three of their dads. Pretty good. So they all could they could all technically be be related. It sounds like really a telenovela too. Yeah. Like, has, any, also, has anybody ever been to Philadelphia? Yeah, no. Philadelphia's awesome. So I went to Philadelphia a couple of years ago, and I went to the street corner that has the two big uh, cheesesteak places, Geno's and, and what's yeah. the other ones, Pat's? Pat's and Geno's that are kitty corner to each other. That neighborhood looks exactly like every neighborhood that they show in huh. in Always Sunny. We were driving around Philly, that South Philly neighborhood. Uh-huh. All I heard... <laughs> I heard the theme song for Always Sunny as we were driving around heading towards the cheesesteaks. They're great, by the, the way. Royalty free Those, the royalty-free music. The royalty-free music. We should uh, play that song then if it's royalty-free. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that should be our intro. <laughs> they were actually, that song uh, was on a show that Laura and I were watching over the weekend, and it was supposed to be a sweet moment of these people dancing. Yeah. And it completely was not yeah. that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was Queer Eye. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they really didn't was. know that it was. I, I'm sure they did. I have no idea. But yeah, yeah it was. It made me laugh really hard. I could. Nice. That's awesome. Completely nice. pulled me out of the moment. Yeah, it would. So, okay, should we start with wild cards or should we start with? Uh, let's do wild cards last. Yeah, let's do wild cards last. No, so, here are wild cards. so we're gonna. So wild card to explain what that is. We're, we ra- we're ranking those those main five characters, the gang. Um, and then one of the recurring characters. We'll, we'll all name our favorite recurring characters. It's Character. weird though, because the wild card is Charlie. I know that. That's why I thought it was, it was a fun play on, on yeah. uh, their wild card. Yeah. Wild card, bitches! And he yeah. like, isn't that what he? He lights the gas the, on fire. Jumps yeah. out the back. He cut the brake lines <laughs> <laughs> and jumps out the back of the van. <laughs> 
like, when they, they solve the, that, wild card. They, they solve the gas crisis. <laughs> it's all because uh, Dennis just had to define what each person was in the group, and he, he couldn't find, think of anything for Charlie. So he's like, "You're the, the wild, wild card." card. <laughs> and so Charlie's like, "Yeah, I am a wild card." And so he tries to do wild card things. <laughs> the disclaimer here is: uh, I have not seen that episode. I've only seen up to like season three, uh-huh. so some of the stuff you guys are talking about, you've seen I enough. I don't know. Oh just, no, yeah, I love it. I love smile it. and laugh. Okay, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> smile for the camera, though. Yes. Make sure the camera sees you smile. Okay. Smile and laugh. Do you got cameras in here? Chris took a random just in the picture bathroom. of my face. <laughs> I think it was because I was so sweaty. No, I put the flashlight on easy to stop talking. I figured it would work. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. number five. Let's get into the meat of the episode. So number five is Sweet D. I love Sweet D. Because we're all sexist. I put her at three on my list. I had, I think that's where I had her. Too. I had her at four. Three. I had her at five. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so a little description on Sweet D. She's a, a failed comedian actress that, that she thinks she's. Amazing. She has a great impression of Rosie Perez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. <laughs> she, she has all these stupid characters that don't work. Or yeah. They're like either uber racist or way off. The I love her... Uh, what was her nickname in high school? The, oh, she had the, the aluminum the, monster? The aluminum monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's her failed entertainment career that I love mm-hmm. about her. The fact that she still thinks she's a... She's a comedian. She still thinks she has a shot at, at being an actress... And every time she gets up to do it, oh yeah! <laughs> and that's and Caitlin Olsen that plays her is really good at, at gagging like that. Like, it's actually like, really funny. It's funny that she's last too because she's last on the gang's personal list as well. Uh-huh. She gets left out of everything. Shut up, bird. Shut up, D. <laughs> but no, you're not getting anything, D. And they just leave her there. The, I think like in my top three episodes is. <clears throat> The who got sweet D pregnant, where they keep flashing back, and every flashback she gets more and more like a bird until eventually it's just an ostrich. On <laughs> they talk to her and just shut up, shut up, bird! I don't have time for your problems, dude. I like. I know this is more of a, a commentary on the show as a whole. But I like how they kind of set up a joke and the title of the episode is yep, the punchline. Yeah, yeah. When they're like, no, whenever Frank has these crazy ideas, somebody always gets hurt. He's like, what are you talking about? No one's going to get hurt. And it says, Frank lights Sweet D on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and they start playing the song. Dude. That's the one I lost. I watched that so one a couple good. days ago. And I, was like, I need to pay more attention to the titles of the episodes. They're, they're, they're great. Some of the best yeah. jokes. Like, uh, they tell D that she's dating a person that's special needs. She's, she's dating a retarded rapper. And she's like, what? No, he's not retarded. And the cuts is, Sweet D's dating a retard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. dude. The whole time so, she's just staring at him. <laughs> so, so they've all have their all all have their own side projects and everything. But one thing I like about about D or who is the Caitlin Nelson is that she did get that uh, that side thing as the with the Mick. Unfortunately, it was canceled. I thought it was pretty funny. But uh, and Charlie's obviously got a bunch of stuff too. But um, he's probably done the yeah. most. Yeah. yeah, outside of yeah, uh, he's done more uh, film stuff. That, outside of outside Dan of Danny DeVito, DeVito, DeVito yeah. Yeah. I think that. Charlie Kelly is, or Charlie Kelly. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie what is Day. his Charlie last name? Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Yeah. Charlie Day has we, done. Reese and I, we were 
Well, let's say, let's say that, let's say that for, for Charlie. Yeah, so, for Charlie. So I want to say one thing I liked about like about Dee, the character, is the choices that they made bringing her on. They really didn't want to make the woman be the straight man. Because like, that happens a lot in... in that happens in the first season, if you watch it. It, it does. She, she's... she's but well, she's the, the married second, to, to Mac. To Mac. Mac yeah, they eventually right. got married, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Dumpster Baby is their baby. Oh. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. such a great <laughs> answer. D- D- so they'll, they'll be walking down the street in real life with their baby. With and people are like, hey, Dumpster Baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I love that they brought her on, and she's she's just as vile and disgusting as the rest of them. It was like a slow decline, too. because It kind of was. She was the voice of reason in like the first season. Yeah, she was. And then all of a sudden she became nasty. It, it, it really, the, the show picked up steam. In season two, when when Danny Vito yeah. came on, Frank came so on. interesting point about like the vile people is like when they in the episode where they find out that Frank's not their dad or might not be their dad because your mother's a whore and they bring on a dirty whore and they bring did you sleep with my wife did you sleep with my wife they bring on the dad from Seventh Heaven as like the straight guy yeah. the moral compass who in real life got arrested for child pornography. <laughs> that, that's just some now irony. realizing it's the same guy. I didn't yeah. notice that before. That's some irony. He's got to be the moral compass of the show in those the episodes that, he, that he's in. Yeah. He's a terrible human being. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Super so uh, so that's, uh, that's five. Anybody else have anything to say about Sweet D? I was just going to say, I really like her. Uh, I like her, and I also like her in The Mick. I think what's funny is that they, they basically just took her her character D and just dropped her into the mix. Yeah, but I just yeah, I think she. It's also it's also cool to watch like how talented she is yeah. over time. Like the musical is like, whoa, she's a really good singer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Danny boy. Well, yeah. So so D for me <laughs> she, of, of the gang, she's she was number five for me. Um, I don't think she's bad. It's just her. Everything that is supposed to be really funny for her, for some reason for me, doesn't connect. She's like the Millhouse of the show. She is <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it yeah. just it never. No hits one me. likes Millhouse. She she carries way less weight, in my opinion, than the rest of the game. Um, okay. So I really like her, and I think I probably should have said this before we got started with the rankings, but like it was really hard to rank the characters. So hard because. They're all really like 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, 1E. Honestly, like, my list, like, I could argue so basically against me one on my five. own list. I, I could... I could... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what what I'm getting at is exactly... So is. What, shut like, the f*** uh, up, Troy. Write <laughs> it down, write it down. Mark it, mark my, it, dude. What Scott just said is exactly what I was getting at, is I could argue against every position, every character's position on my list. I could argue that Sweet D is the best character on the show, but I could also argue that she's the worst. So that's what I'm getting at, is that there, in my mind, none of the characters are are in a solidified position mm. on the show. Cool. They're, they're liquid. So why are we doing this episode? I'm just kidding. <laughs> because you, told because us. you needed something to talk about, Scott. <laughs> I'm not even friend with you outside of this podcast. <laughs> All right, number four. Number four is Mac. Dude, I can't believe he was number four. I love Mac. He was he was last he was, on my list. He was last on my list. But I love Mac Mike. because when I was watching the show, everyone's like everyone gravitates towards Charlie. Mm-hmm. He's like Snoopy or Charlie Brown. Not Snoopy. He's Charlie Brown. Yeah. He gets beat up a lot. But then I'm watching the show. I'm like Mac's kind of like the heart and soul of the show. <laughs> He like <laughs> isn't he a producer? Yeah, he mm-hmm. he. I think he created the show. He's one of the main he's, writers. Yeah, 
Um, Mac and I, Dennis created it, yeah. and he came, they brought him on later. I just but yeah, like Charlie gets all the laughs, and then when I watch, the more I watch Mac, the more I like watching him. Every time do I, his comedy. Every time I think of Mac, I think about that scene where Mac and Charlie are in the restaurant and they notice each other. <laughs> I know. Every time I think of Mac, <laughs> I just love it. I, <laughs> just like the doe-eyed stare, like across the, the longing in their eyes. Dude. <laughs> From what I've seen, my favorite Mac moment is when uh, Charlie thinks he got molested by the coach, yes. by the high school gym coach. And Mac's jealous. And Mac's jealous that he didn't <laughs> He's like, try look to at this little him. boy. Why didn't he want that little boy? <laughs> Guys, I uh, think Mac's going to hell. <laughs> and he comes over, over and he's, he's like, like short gym shorts and trying to show he's up. He's like, what do you want to do to me? He bites his lip. <laughs> It's so funny. It was so messed up. <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> and it, and what, what that, that brings up a really good, awesome point about the show is they were planting the seeds that he was gay from the beginning. From the very beginning. Yeah. Hey, but they didn't really ramp it up until later seasons. Wait, did you guys just seriously spoil a main part of the show? Oh, <laughs> Dang <off>. it. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't... That, like. It gets ridiculously obvious in, in yeah. the, for like three seasons straight. Well, I know it starts with him he in the tranny. Freaking dates yeah. a tranny. Yeah. She's hot, by the that way. That was Carmen. Yeah. That's the best. <laughs> when he's making out with her and he's like, oh, God, it's touching my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the. Uh, they think Mac's a serial killer, but he's just dating a tranny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to hide it from him. <laughs> I think that might be my all time favorite moment is when they go into the neighbor's apartment. And they open up the fridge and they see all the heads in the fridge and they're like, oh. and they turn, they close the, they close the thing and then the, the neighbor walks in the door and he opens up the door and they're all looking at him, and then Frank just starts up the chainsaw. That might so be my good. favorite moment in the whole show. That was the end of that episode. Yeah, that's but a great way to end it. Mac, I mean Mac gained weight just to cultivate Dude. mass, uh, but it's amazing. also so. He wouldn't get better looking as the show went on. No, the whole episode, the whole season, he's carrying around a trash bag full of chimichangas. <laughs> and he's just eating chimichangas out of the trash. Dude, dude, and the whole confessional, with the, he like he like downs two boxes of donuts, and he's actually eating them. Like the actor is actually eating. Like he downed two boxes of donuts in that scene. I haven't seen it, but I'm laughing so hard just thinking about it. Well, then there's uh, the high school reunion. That's great. <laughs> Ripped open his shirt. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I just love Mac, dude. I love like he just thinks he's such a tough guy, and he's, he's overcompensating. Like, when he gets his reason. ass kicked by that little kid in the yes. street, fight. <laughs> like he just man like, and nightman, fight. and when he's nightman, he's like, I want to be like super scary. I want to scare people in the audience, <laughs> <laughs> and they all just start laughing at him. Like, what the hell, dude? So, so the way I see Mac, character. the way I see Mac is that. I mean, he was brought up just like Charlie. Like, they were best friends growing up. Yeah. Um, but then they meet Dennis, and it's... He's basically Charlie if he thought he was Dennis. Okay. So that, that's kind of the way I see him. He's, like, brought up like a... Like, poor and uh, and beat up with with bad parents, like, poor parents and stuff. But then he wants to be Dennis. And so he's, he's basically Charlie trying to be Dennis. I One of the moments I related to the most in the show that I've seen was with Mac when he walks into the bar... He's wearing his duster. Yes, <laughs> I love. Like, I'm I relate to that. Guys, 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 guys. Terrible news. news. <laughs> and then he pulls yeah. it back, and whips it back. <laughs> like I related to that because, like, I remember I was a kid, and I Wait, found. Can I borrow the duster? <laughs> and I found a pager on the side of the road. 
I wore that <laughs> everywhere because I thought it was so cool. So that's exactly what I would have done as a kid if yeah. I got my hands on a duster. I would have thought it was like the coolest thing in the Dude, world. Dude, I love how it's like multiple episodes. They're always fighting over the duster. <laughs> I bet that he just bought it like at a thrift store. <laughs> yeah, like, we're putting this in, in the show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think my favorite Mac episode is Mac Day, when when Country Mac comes yes, along, dude. and they they have to deal with Country Mac, and he's like, guys, we gotta go oil up some beefcakes. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but that's great. He's he's going to he's going to help at the uh, at the what is it the muscle or the bodybuilding contest and he, so he, he volunteered the whole group the whole gang to go oil up the beefcakes <laughs> but they all want to go hang out with country mac instead who's his cousin oh, okay. who's also named mac who's, who's stifler who's stifler oh, okay. who's awesome so i love that's one of the things i love about the show in general is the names that they give people like the waitress and things like that. Like they don't really spend too much time on yeah. cultivating names. Yeah, Sweet D, Rickety Cricket, uh, uh, Country yeah. Mac, Country yeah, Mac. That's great. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah. Mac is so good. I love Mac, dude. <laughs> so. I love like some of the faces that he pulls too. Just cracks me up. Like he doesn't have to do much. Like when they used to teabag Rickety Cricket. And then Dennis passes out, and he's like, hey, you want to teabag Dennis? And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Big old cheesy You smile. see Rickety Cricket like, hmm. I love his karate moves. Because he, he does the, uh, he the, sound, does the sound effect. That, he's like a Power Ranger. <laughs> and I relate to that, too. <laughs> Every time you punch... Whoosh, dude, and that uh, uh, ocular pat-down... <laughs> I gotta give him an ocular pat down before they come in. Oh yeah, I, I check everybody before they come to the bar. I give him an ocular pat down, make sure they're not. He's. Oh, he's also my favorite uh, recurring joke that I tell ever is when in the sweet D, who got sweet D pregnant episode when when Dennis shows up dressed up like Mario or Luigi. Oh yeah. He shows up dressed up like Aragorn, like, a, like Aragorn, and he says. I thought we were going with funny instead of sexy. And he goes, oh, no, man. I got to dress up like Virgil Morgenstein. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You do say Virgil Morgenstein a lot. I, I only call him Virgil Morgenstein <laughs> because of that episode. So for non-Lord of the Rings fans, that's Viggo Mortensen. My, Viggo Mortensen. My dad was watching Virgil Witness. Morgenstein. Well, Harrison Ford's Witness. And Viggo... I can't even say his name anymore. Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen. I'm like, oh, look, it's Viggo Morgenstein. My dad's like, what the hell? That's not his name at all. Yeah, was... Max, Max Classic. Yes, Max yeah. Classic. classic. I, I do agree, though, Chris, that like he does, he's kind of the soul of the show. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to think this show has been going for, what, 13, 14 years now? Yeah, like, it's... it's been going it's, for uh, a long time. They, they, they have... It's not yet to this point, but they have contract to be the longest-running sitcom current. Currently, yeah. really? No, they they are currently the longest-running sitcom, and I think they have scheduled to be the longest-running sitcom ever. Or oh, really? Something along those lines. Yeah. Wow. Who the thunk, huh? What's yeah. crazy about that is nobody would pick them up. Yeah. And you can was, see how was... low budget the first season Dude, was too. They, they literally filmed it like on what Jake and I filmed stuff in high school. With. Wasn't that what Mac did? He just drove around Philadelphia and just filmed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. When Glenn Howerton and um, what's what's Mac's name? 
the actor? Uh, Rob McElhaney. Rock, Rob McElhaney and Glenn Howerton. They got together, they used a camera, and spent 40 bucks to make a pilot. Yeah, yeah that, that's what Charlie said, because he was in the first, that pilot episode, too. He said, we tell people it's like around 100 bucks, but, but really, we already had all the equipment. It was, it was, it was, it was like 42 bucks that they spent on tapes. mini-DV tapes. Yep. And they, they, they shot it, and then they shopped it to yeah. every... Studio, nobody would pick it up. And it was the scene, uh, so they did the scene where uh, Charlie has Charlie cancer, cancer. <laughs> and, and Dennis, Dennis just wants the basketball. Yeah, yeah. that's such a great scene. Awesome. Oh, that, I mean, can I get that basketball? I mean, the and guys then, are outside, they're kind of waiting for me. <laughs> I gotta go. It's so good. And so they built an episode around it, but it was just like that scene, and it was oh, wow. really low, it looked really bad. You can find it on YouTube, it's really good. Nobody oh, would man. pick it up, and finally FX picked it up. And now after, it's after they show. Got, and now it's the longest running sitcom, current sitcom, and they're about to become the longest running sitcom I, ever. I heard too they were going to be canceled, and then FX said, uh, "I'm good friends with Danny DeVito. Can he be on your show?" And it was just like that. Yeah, it, it was basically like yeah. They, they said you need to bring on a big name, or else you're going to get canceled. And so, like, what <laughs> a fit, dude! Who would have thought? Yeah, that? Yeah. In, his, in his career, you'd have this like long-lasting so, legs. And, and like, long. like the interviews you see with like the with the producers, which are like the um, Dennis Mack and Charlie, kind of the main guys. And the, the, anytime they talk about Danny DeVito, like he is such a good sport. Like he he climbed out of a, a sofa butt naked. He'll <laughs> like, the... do anything. He said that there, there's been a couple times where he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But for the most part, like he he'll do anything. I think the great. Uh, we can talk about it later when we get to Frank. But <laughs> what are we yeah, on next? Let's, let's, go, so next. let's go next. So the, yeah. Well, I have, I have a question real quick before we move on about the FX thing. So they they were on. Uh, so they're on FX, but then I noticed as I was watching, they showed that they were on FXX. Yeah. Which is like just they like switched their, them over to FXX, which is like their secondary mm-hmm. channel, right? Yeah. Just my, under- the my understanding is that FXX has uh, fewer restrictions on what they have to <clears throat> edit out. Right, because that was when they yeah. that was when they had the F where like they started. Cr- or was that something else? There's was, there was one uh, Christmas special. Christmas special that they released on DVD or something that they, okay. that they so, so so are they back on FX now? No. Or, okay, no. all right. So I don't the reason why I just was curious. The reason why they went to FX is because everywhere they shopped the thing around, they the, everywhere they shopped it around, they said we want total artistic control over the show, and ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS. Did they go to HBO? TV, yeah, TBS. Everyone said. AMC. They all said um, no. We're, I mean, we're the we're we're the ones funding the thing. We get to have final say. And they said no. And they went to FX or FX, and FX said that is hilarious. And they said we want total control. And they said, fine, we'll give you like eight episodes. And then after six, they said, okay, we'll give you for two more. And I think the first season is only ten episodes long. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the first season. Like it was like an episode by episode basis. Like if you can keep getting the numbers, we'll we'll air your next episode. And then at the end of the first season, they did like Chris said. They they got uh, Danny DeVito involved, and then that's when the popularity went through the roof. The crazy and thing then about the rest is history. About second season though, is Danny DeVito was only available for like two months, so they had to film every, every scene with Danny DeVito throughout the entire season. In two months, and then so it was all non-linear stuff. So they, oh, were, they, they had no first. idea. Like in a lot of cases, like what's what episode is this? Are we acting in right now? Like they did. Wow, it's yeah. crazy. It was nuts. Okay, so, uh, number three. Number three is Dennis. 
Dennis. D E N N I S. The Dennis system. Dennis. It's about the implication. Have you guys seen that movie title? It says the implication. He has a mustache. It shows a boat on the water. Have you seen this one, Reese? Okay, so he wants to take a he buy a boat, and he wants to take a bunch of girls out there with him. And he's like, well, they're going to have to put out because of the implication. And Mac's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, they're on a boat with a bunch of guys. If they don't put out the We're implication. In the middle of the water. <laughs> it's the implication. And Mac's like, are these girls in danger? He's like, no, 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 no. But the implication. <laughs> and the way he sells it, he, like, he, he just like, this, this, this the, the implication in the knee. But the implication. Oh, so I love Dennis. Uh, I had him ranked at three. I like him because he. Of all of them, I think he is the biggest a-hole. Like, he's Absolutely. so stuck up. He thinks so highly of himself, way more than the other people. With <clears throat> Mac, like, Mac's kind of trying to be him, but he's more like Charlie. And Charlie's more innocent, but he's still... <laughs> I love Dennis because he's... I wouldn't say he's the ringleader, but he is kind of he's the He's the most conniving, for sure. Oh, like he know Because sure. he know, he's self-aware enough. He and Dee are both self-aware enough to, to know... What what they're doing so, yeah. in most cases. Well, wasn't it the whole reason why they have the bars? Because uh, Dennis paid for it? Like, that's... Wasn't well, that right? Dennis and D, their dad... Right, they had, they're the ones that have and money. And they had the money and So, they, Charlie they and Mac wanted bar. to open the bar and then they went to Dennis and D. And then, anyway, sorry. I, 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 that's a little tangent. I was um, just curious. <clears throat> so, Scotty and I Probably. have had... Scotty and I have had conversations about Dennis. And the re- I had Dennis at number one. I had two. And the biggest reason why Dennis was at number one for me is because of his 13-season-long arc of his slow descent into becoming a sociopath. And and uh, Glenn Howerton's, like, his, his um, commitment to that, that long of an arc, and how every season he progressively gets more and more sociopathic to the point where... In these the most recent episodes, he's just a complete psychopath. He is so he is the most psycho and crazy the, like, person. Like they're playing this uh, um, game where they where he has to like he has he has uh, clay and they have to he has to um, do something that represents love. And he like he starts off with, with like a woman's face and stuff, and then the face is in a box, and then she's like kind of more messed up. It ends up being a head in a in a, um, in a freezer. In a freezer. That represents life. So, so I totally agree with Jake. It's that it's that 13 season arc. Like, and, and they said from the beginning. He said from the beginning that he, that's the way that they planned it and played it was to be that gradual. And oh, like, really? It is so impressive. Well, it's impressive and, that they were able to do it because who would have thought that show would have been on this long? Yeah, I, I think they figured like if we and, get, if we get uh, canceled in season five, it, we just won't complete the arc. It's yeah. fine. But if you watch it, you watch any episode, and you can almost pinpoint. <laughs> you watch any episode, and you can almost pinpoint which season it's in by how Psycho crazy is. Dennis is. Well, so I love. And it's super, it's it's great. I love the gay bar episode. <laughs> it's the very first episode. <laughs> it's so good. How that has feel. <laughs> I texted you guys after I watched it. I was like, that was amazing. But I, I loved his acting behind the bar when he's kind of descending into being a gay man. No, he, he just loves the, the compliments. He loves the compliments. So he's getting super flirty uh. and dancing like he's a gay bartender. <laughs> I was losing it with laughter. I'm sitting in my basement alone just laughing out loud. So good. Dude, I love that the episode where um, 
he was on TV and D said that he was looking fat and so he like he was he just wouldn't eat. And by the end of the episode, he just like falls over because like, <laughs> he's like so yeah. fixed on the way he looks. Dude, it, when he tries to sell his his Range Rover that he drove into the river because <laughs> he drives the Range Rover into the, and the the guy tries to buy it from him and he goes, yeah, it's gonna be a great starter car for my daughter and he goes. What? <laughs> starter car? This is not a starter car. This is a finishing car. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. And he like his face goes bright red, and he gets so. Well, he's off. like super eloquent in the things he says. They're like, <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> he sends the guy away. Like you will not purchase this car. It's gonna be a starter vehicle for your daughter. It, oh, I've uh, I've seen interviews too with with Glenn Howerton, and they're like, "Oh, how come you're the only one that doesn't go by your character's name? You could be Glenn." And he's like, "Because I don't want to be anything like my character. <laughs> <laughs> it's always sunny. I don't want to be as far from that character as possible." He's like, "I'm not like that at all." Oh, so good. I love when the McPoyles are holding them hostage in the bar, <laughs> and they turn the heat up. And they're Dude, like, I love that geez. episode. <laughs> That's he, the Die Hard episode. Ma- yeah, when he goes to make out with uh, with the McPoyle sister. Maureen. <laughs> she like those little lizards. No, that's no, Maureen. Maureen Ponderosa. Who's the McPoyle? Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I just loved that episode. Uh, she licks her lips. He's super into his into his body, and he's all sweaty. <laughs> Margaret. Margaret McPoyle. So funny. Oh, my god. Every time she licks her lips, and it... Oh, oh, can you stop doing that? <laughs> Was that Mac that had to... They were, was it Mac that had sex with her? And they said, you will call her! Do you remember that episode? Yeah, I and can't remember. Yeah, I remember. I can't remember who it was. Anyway, though. whatever. That 13, was funny. 13 seasons, dude. It's hard dude, to remember. There's so many episodes. It's so good. Fantastic. Um, fun fact. He was almost Star-Lord. Really? Chris Glenn Pratt, Howard? If Chris Pratt know. backed out, it would have been I Glenn. think he actually would have been good. Uh, he would have been great. Chris oh. Pratt's perfect, but I yeah. think he could have played it well. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's hard. This, like... Couple movies in, you can't, you can't. Uh... I can totally see it. Well, so he plays. I, I can see it. You can't. I mean, it's hard to picture Chris Pat as or mm-hmm. picture Star Lord as anybody else but Chris Pat. But uh, he could. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah it 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 on the on the mini project, he plays like a straight laced attorney that's like the love interest of of Mindy Kaling, and uh, <clears throat> it's so weird. That I'll use the word you guys use a lot: the juxtaposition <laughs> of uh, of. His character on Always Sunny, and then seeing him play not that is yeah. very strange. With Charlie, Charlie kind of plays the same. Oh, he's totally at the same level. Cast. Yeah, he plays he's at like, like a the same high level strung, in too much caffeine mm-hmm. kind of guy. Spaceship. This was super different yeah. for uh, for Glenn. Can I just point out that we got uh, Reese admitting to watching both Queer Eye and the Mindy Project. Yeah, I was about to say then. You, like, have I, you guys I would, never like, seen the Mindy Project? I don't. That know. That show is hilarious. I have not seen one second. Of I, the I, Mindy I know oh she's funny. She, she's a writer for one of the she's main writers for the, the funny, office. Yeah, but. she's not the funniest part of that show. The other characters are amazing in that show. Oh, I believe it. But yeah, you're missing sure. out. You're you're really depriving yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, no, Glenn. I, Glenn's got to be my favorite character, though. His... Dennis? Not Glenn. Glenn. Yes, Glenn. But also Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Um, he's got to be my favorite character. His, his like... He's convinced himself he is the model of a human being. Like, he is he a is, Greek he god. Is the, he is the god. He is a Greek god. He, 
he he's always taking off his shirt and like sh- trying to show off. He's got the the V. Yeah, I love in how his. he always no. He doesn't take his shirt off. He pops his shirt. Off. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta pop they, that shirt when, off. They, when they're trying out for the Eagles <laughs> and he's, he's sprinting. And like and it's just like his face staring at the camera, sprinting. He's like, man, I should have popped my shirt off. For this. <laughs> See, that's exactly because he was last on my end. That's why I don't like him because he just reminds me of people that I knew. Yep. Like, we all know a guy like this, <laughs> and we can't stand that guy. I don't even know why we let him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, are we going to oh, yeah. go through oh, and yeah. say which one of oh, us yeah. is which character? Was, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. oh. Alrighty. Damn it. I'm gonna so, yeah, I mean, I Dennis. know it. Really <laughs> Frank, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are we moving on? Or are we yeah, we, no, we, I, th- I think... Uh, so, the, the number one is... Wait, are we on two? Are we on number one? Sorry, never mind. Number two mm. is um, Franklin. Sh- the shortest one of the group. <laughs> Franklin? Mr. Frank Reynolds. Cool. We've already talked about him rolling out of a couch It's naked. almost like we couldn't wait to get Dude, he, he's number one on my list. He is... Uh, number two for me. He's the personification of the uh, the overlap between the characters. We talk about the overlap. It's like they're all selfish jerks. And he's the one that just straight up doesn't care and has the money to fund his his debauchery. Um, when he has the, the debauchery. Chinese gambling in the yes. basement of the bar. Dude, I love that one. It's so funny. Because he like spins it like the deer hunter and then Matt comes downstairs and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. When he... <laughs> On, on Charlie work, when when the person's coming by to do the, the, the inspection of the bar, and F- Frank is painted black, <laughs> to and has the recorder to be the fire alarm. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Just, <laughs> that's another Charlie moment where he, 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 he plays the... Because like, like, you don't understand why Charlie's playing the smoke detector. He, he hits it like, okay, does it again, okay. Yeah, all right. And he just gives him the recording to like B flat or whatever. And then, but Frank, throughout the entire episode, Frank's just shirtless and he's got a paint roller just rolling paint on his belly and chest. Charlie, what am I doing this for? <laughs> oh, much laughter. I love the, such the, funny. Back to the Die Hard episode. When oh, he's, when yeah. He's climbing through the, the heat vents. <laughs> got the lighter just like Bruce Willis. It was so great. I love that too. Because like, he, he has you... the thing on his back. I didn't yeah. realize it was Die Hard. They kept yeah. taking yeah. their clothes off. <laughs> he had you... the lighter. Could you have a more stark difference between Bruce Willis and Danny DeVito? <laughs> They're both losing their hair. Oh, man. My, but my... he had like, the gun yeah. t- taped to his back. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it killed me. It's so funny. Dude, my, I, uh... I love the way he. The cavalier way he handles his gun. Every yeah. time he pulls it out, he's like swinging everywhere. Frank, you got your gun? Yeah, it's right here. He's <laughs> like finger on the trigger always. And he's just like swinging it. I love it. Troy, what were you going to say? My uh, my favorite uh, part of uh, with Frank is the play when he plays the troll. Is he because you can't say the boy's soul. It always comes across as the boy's, boy's soul. Bowl. So the play turns raunchy. The play turns <laughs> yeah. all into... Anyway. You got a train paying the then, troll toll. Yeah, anyway, that's... Frank's a good character. He's a great oh character. I love watching him start off as this businessman and he like slowly declines into the fattest the- slob. He lets his hair grow out. He looks yeah. like Ben Franklin or something. So I, I saw an episode, one part of an episode one time where he and Charlie are like 
digging through the dumpsters and the trash and collecting trash. Oh yeah, they yeah. get You to mean it. like every episode? I, I, so I haven't seen that far in my in my series of watching it, but I saw part of that an episode uh-huh. of that. He looked. It's weird to know that he's like rich. Yeah. Because when you watch Super an episode like rich. that. He's a dumpster diving filth monger, and, and he's he's like presumably has an endless bank account. Every, yeah, yeah. Reese, have you seen Who Pooped the Bed? I don't think so. By far, <laughs> one of the funniest moments ever. <laughs> Dude, the way we can't, we can't. I don't want to spoil how it is because it's so good. But they they can't decide if it's Charlie or Frank. So it's Dennis and Mac the sit there with flashlights all night long watching them, and they hear a fart. And they're like, oh, oh. Oh no, just a fart. <laughs> and and, they, and they, they all happen to fall asleep and then wake up and there's another poop in the bed and they don't know who it is. Um, every time Frank brings up his toe knife, it kills me. <laughs> toe knife? Explain this. Explain this. He's like, well, they were on Family Feud, right? And they were talking this about is a like. Weird start. They're on Family Feud and the, and the question is like, what's, what's uh, the most popular. Uh, beauty products in a bathroom and like hairbrush and everyone's going through and saying all the things and Frank goes toe knife <laughs> what he has a, he he has goes, a steak I knife this, I've got this knife that I use that when I get an infection in my toe <laughs> I, I kind of dig the infection out and start peeling all that stuff out and yeah it's just my toe knife it's a I, recurring what? thing throughout the whole oh, series great. and like there's like four or five times he brings oh up his gosh. toe knife in the series it's, so it, Speaking of his toe, I told you about his Instagram, Trollfoot. Yeah. You definitely need to check it out because it's just, he takes pictures of his feet in different locations. <laughs> to like be in a cafe and he just like takes his, his sock and shoe off, holds his foot up and snaps a picture. <laughs> you know, it makes me laugh so hard. It's weird though. Like I've, I'm very familiar with Danny DeVito's like career. Mm-hmm. I never once thought he was this funny. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of interesting. So, um, speaking of when they brought him on in season two, there's a Conan O'Brien interview with the whole cast, and he says, well, he asks, like, what about Denny? Did you, you guys brought him on in season two? What, what was that like? And the whole cast went into this, like, oh, well, we met up with Frank, and then they did, they just explained the scene from Get Shorty. <laughs> when they go to the, when they're trying to get Danny, because Danny DeVito and Get Shorty is the big the biggest actor in Hollywood and they're trying to get him on their show. I'm like, yeah, we went and we met up at this cafe and and Danny DeVito, we, we met up with him and he he uh, had to order them all. He, he couldn't order anything that was on the menu and they went through the entire explanation <laughs> of it and at the end, Conan's looking at him, squinting, going, you guys just described the, the plot from Get Shorty. And like, did we? <laughs> did did get Shorty steal our story in order to make that is so weird. Anyway, that was the Danny DeVito moment on Conan. Um, yeah, when they when uh, when they play Nightcrawlers, when they like <laughs> always Dan- arguing over the rules of Nightcrawlers. <laughs> when when Mac and Dennis have to come over to watch them pit play Nightcrawlers <laughs> because they have no idea what it is because they can't describe it to them and. Uh, dude, dude, Charlie—it's Charlie and Frank's relationship—is what makes the sh- what oh. makes like is so good. And you like you you they they hint towards them being father and son, like not even hint towards it, like try and find out, and they can't—it's inconclusive and all this. It's it's really interesting when they sleep in the same like tiny bed together. When they 
eat a bunch of cat food. <laughs> are you guys? Are you guys entertained? Yeah, I've been trying to find Trollfoot. Sorry, it's on. It's on I know really, it was funny. It was on Twitter. Oh, you and dick. It's his, sorry, it's his hashtag. But as you can see, it's. His I'm, I'm just really glad food. that Scotty and I can carry this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I lost um, the contact, so I'm just trying to fix it. Oh, I like okay. how you're like winking at me, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we've run out of steam on Frank. Let's go to number one. Okay, number one is Charlie. Charlie, and, and he is the everyman. He's the he's the simple guy that that you can really like put yourself in his shoes. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. No, Charlie's uh, great. I, like you said earlier, it's like he's a little kid hopped up on too much caffeine. Yeah. It's like the perfect description of him. Just always at 100. And the way that he's able to just ramble, it's kind of like uh, Vince Vaughn. Like how Vince Vaughn can just like bullshit Charlie in a scene. Charlie is so much better but than Charlie, Vince Vaughn. Well, it's, it's kind of, it's different though. Because <clears throat> Charlie's not trying to be smooth. Right. Vince Vaughn's trying to be smooth. But it's in that same vein of just kind of rambling. Right. And it's hilarious when Charlie does it. Dude, I love his... He's super sentimental. He's super patriotic. Um, he's super hardworking. He loves being like a but working he's man. Like at, a blue-collar like, working. working man. Yeah. But he's terrible at he's it. Terrible like, at he, it. Has, he has no actual like... And that, and that's, that's a common thing across all of them. They all have way too high opinion of themselves. In whatever yeah. they think they specialize in, they think they're way better than they are. But, but it's really emphasized with Charlie's Charlie work. I just like how Charlie is sick in like almost every aspect like he's sick in the head he's sick in real life like he's his body is sick he loses his teeth constantly <laughs> when they're like Matt goes to pull his teeth out he's like okay ready one two he's like, oh that just came right out <laughs> that just came right out and then like three oh seconds gosh. later he pulls one out with his fingers like Charlie stop pulling out your teeth I, I loved when he when but he's he like did. constantly sweating he's like it's freezing in here he's like yeah the AC is really blaring isn't it and he's just sweating like, he's just sick he lives with mice he's in his illiterate. house Oh, his illiteracy. When he writes Dennis's <laughs> campaign speech, <laughs> he's a do gross. America. Do. <laughs> like, this makes no sense. I loved his instructions in the Die Hard episode <laughs> on how to get to Charlie's place. Or Charlie's place? Oh my gosh. It's depths. Yeah, that's where he goes to break bottles. Yeah. yeah. That's where he goes to break bottles. Uh, but I love when he takes a black girl out. To prove that he's not racist because he was quoting something that a black person said. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wanted to impress the waitress. Uh-huh. And so he goes and takes this black girl out. And they go to the cafe where the waitress is. And then he goes out of his way to show the waitress, Hey, uh, I've got this date here. You know, she's, uh, she's black, you know. And then he gets out of it. And that, for me, <coughs> is Charlie to the T. Trying to go above and beyond... To prove he's good at something, to prove he's good hard at something, mm-hmm. but he ruins it. But then while he's on a date with a girl, he tells her he's a full-on rapist. <laughs> he's trying to say philanthropist. <laughs> I'm a full-on rapist. <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, little kids, old people. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? You know, I, I help people. A philanthropist? Yeah, that. That's what it is. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like sweating buckets. Sweating through And, and he ordered what? Cheese? And milk steak. Milk steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just tell him milk steak. They'll know what that is. They'll know what that is. <laughs> yeah, put, tell him to put extra jelly beans on that, please. <laughs> what's your, uh, what, what, what are you, what are you, what's the thing you hate the most? Magnets. Knees. <laughs> People's knees. <laughs> what are you interested in? Ghouls. Ghouls. <laughs> ghouls of every kind. Little green ghouls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're making a dating profile for him. Hobbies. What's your hobbies? 
Magnets. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, go walk on the beach. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Damn it, Charlie. Damn we it, Charlie. We need a, we need a super cut of oh, all man. Charlie's great quotes. It would be three and a half hours long. <laughs> but worth it. But worth it. He's like, oh, just get a job. Just get a job. Why don't I strap myself into a job cannon, put on a little job helmet, blast myself off in the job land where jobs grow on jobbies. <laughs> jobs grow on jobbies. I haven't seen 90% of what you're talking about, oh, but man. I'm picturing it all in my head, and it's Get a job! Just get a job! The, the first scene Jake ever introduced me to was the, um, <laughs> the peach. The, no, no, the pear. He's like, no, like, like, so do you like it? Tastes like sand. Tastes like sand. <laughs> oh, that bozo gave us a bad pear. Hey, bozo, I'm not giving you my your money back. Well, do you have the fruit? Yeah. Charlie, did you eat it all? Yeah, yeah, I ate it all. Everything, the core, the sticker, everything. <laughs> I eat stickers all the time, dude. <laughs> what's, what's the one where he like burns garbage? When he's like, oh, yeah, that's what yeah. gives us the nice the, the smoky, smoky flavor. flavor, and then the smoke goes up in the air and it makes stars. And Max like, I don't know I enough don't about stars to dispute, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but I don't know enough about stars to argue that. Brilliant. So I, smoky smell that everybody likes in the bar. Likes Nobody smoky likes garbage that smoky smell. smell. <laughs> that's coming from. <laughs> so the the milkshake bar, right? So I looked up on YouTube anyway, oh, any that. way to make a milk milkshake, right? Yeah. And this chef makes a YouTube video on based off of Charlie's binging with Babish. Yeah, that's it. Tried, I watched it. He said they're all terrible, but yeah, that's no binging with Babish yeah. makes one that is really good. Well, he and makes it, Charlie's. Yeah, watch it. He makes Charlie's where he just boils steak <laughs> <in the> milk. <laughs> he puts jelly and beans he puts on top. Jelly beans on it. And he eats it and he because in binging with Babish, all you see is his hands. You don't see his face. And you see him cut a piece off, and then it goes up, and the empty fork comes down. Then you see his hands go go really wide, and just and he does a nope, no, does he no, spit into a napkin? He too? pulls yeah. up a napkin and spits it. Oh, yeah, great. Charlie and Charlie work, and really I can, I can though, see the, why he came out was our number one. Yeah, so so you say uh, Mac is the heart of the show. Charlie's kind of the personality, the yeah. the um, comic part of the show, like yeah. I think it's hilarious that Charlie is fixated on the waitress and will not <coughs> relent. Yep. And he doesn't know her name. She's and he doesn't know her wife. name. And, that's his uh, wife. Or that's his wife. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> brilliant! I had no yeah. idea. Well, and then She's in Brooklyn he, even, nine too. he makes he like she has expressed numerous times that she doesn't like. She, him, doesn't she want has any, a re- restraining order against. Yeah, him. doesn't want anything. Yeah, restraining order. Exactly. Doesn't want anything to do with him. And he makes a play <laughs> to propose to her. He's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna wow her. And then oh. uh, the the. Uh, um, the episode where with, he puts Alexander Daddario out on her ass. <laughs> oh my god! Because Dude, he thinks that well, he, he like moves her to the point where he, like they're gonna be together. They're gonna get married. They're gonna get married, and then and then he like, um, like, pr- uh, like spits in her face basically. Yeah, and and says no, no one. Uh, I shouldn't have to work this. Uh, uh, something like you should make guys work harder for you because the waitress has been making me work this hard. <laughs> <laughs> because the guy has been doing it to D the whole time. What, what's that movie where they, they the the rich kid like tries to Richie do Richie Rich. <laughs> 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 yes. Best movie of the night. <laughs> Duh. Troy just sits back. He's like, I'm done. I'm, 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 I don't blame you. For <laughs>
<laughs> no, the, the, the rich guy um, dates the poor girl and tries to build her up, and it's all as a joke. What is that movie? It's some she's teen, all that. Oh yeah, some yeah. teen movie. Yeah, yeah, she's all that. She's all that. So, so the guy does that to D with Freddie and, Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the guy does that to D and then drops her on her ass, and it's it's this. It, but it's like his sister, who's Alexander Daddario, is doing it to Charlie, <laughs> but she actually falls in love with Charlie, mm. and then at the end, Charlie dumps her because. The waitress walks by and he's like, oh, yeah, well, see you later. I'm going <laughs> to the waitress. And the, the only time that he actually does forget about, like, is uninterested in the waitress is when he thinks he's super smart. When he, when he gets the placebo that, that's supposed to be a smart pill. The flowers for Alfred <laughs> on video. Dude, so good. I need to keep watching this. Yeah, oh, my God. So I've been loving it. I just can't watch it if my wife is awake. My she wife loves it. it. Laura doesn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has no humor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Charlie, man. So Charlie's number one. I, th- I think that's a good list. So, so to uh, so, recap the list. Here's the, Sorry. Uh, the one last thing <coughs> I was going to say, and this is, I'm done about with Charlie, is that my favorite episode of the entire series is Who Got Depregnant. And it's because it go- when they do all the flashbacks, you get to see every character's view of themselves mm-hmm. as they go back. Right. So, like, Mac, they go back and... There's a fight, and Mac breaks up the fight and is the the enforcer, and everybody <clears throat> thinks he's awesome because he broke up the fight, and he's this big badass. But is he wearing when, a duster? Yes. Oh, yes. He's, he's dressed up as Virgil Morgenstein. <laughs> um, but when Dennis goes back, he's this, like, suave ladies' man, and everybody wants to have sex with him. But Mac gets his ass kicked in that movie, uh, or in that, that, flashback. that flashback. And then when, when Charlie goes back, he... Uh, he like slaps a lady for even wanting to get, even wanting to be interested in him, and then him and the waitress go off and get married, <laughs> and then Frank goes back and, and him and Artemis have a dumpster bang, <laughs> where, where she takes the she takes the the in the dump dumpster bang in the dumpster behind the the, the Burger King, where Artemis takes this, uh, she has this thing that she really likes where, uh, and I have to admit I I kind of like it too, but she takes the bun and like. Squish it into a dough ball, and then they cut him off. And he's, like, he's like, oh, God. I love it. I have, I have to admit, I like it, I too. have to admit, I, I like it, too. But, uh, and then, but you see the dumpster, like, you see a dumpster just going, bang, 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 bang. You hear two people just, ah, ah, the thrown back. Dude, that's, that by far is my favorite episode. But you see everybody's, what, how everybody views themselves. Except for Sweet D, where she just gets more and more. She's dressed like an angel in the one, and then the next one she's dressed like an angel, but there's feathers all over her for some reason. And then the next time she's like dressed like Big Bird, and then the next one she's just <laughs> she's an ostrich. Yeah. It it just that is a good point. Like if you wanna if you wanna like a if you haven't seen the show but wanna know who the characters are, watch that episode. That episode. Who I'm not got sure D, what Sweet season D or episode or episode. I think number. it's season eight, but I'm. Doing math on air, and that's that's like the number one anyway. not to do. Yeah, we're but, horrible at math. Okay. Yeah. So so to, to recap on our on our rankings, from in order from worst to last is Sweet D, Mac, Dennis, Frank, Charlie at number one. Okay. I think uh, it's a good, good list. list. I, think. I could I could argue for each of them to be switched around, but I think that's a really good list. Yep. So are we doing our wild card? Yep. So let's go around the table and uh, discuss. Who our favorite um, recurring character is? Oh, God. 
Uh, I'll go first. Christopher, go first. Uh, Mick Poyles. <laughs> I just, I think they're really, like all of them, they're just hilarious. Like the very first time you see them, it's when they think Charlie's getting molested, or Charlie got molested they by the PE teacher. Yeah. But then, like, the brother answers, and he's all wet. He's wearing a robe, drinking a warm milk. <laughs> and they're like, where's your brother? He's in the shower. Like, Didn't you just say you were in the shower? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay. They're, they're always drinking milk. Just warm milk. Speaking of the McPoyles, like, uh, Papa McPoyle is Guillermo del Toro. Did you Are you that? serious? Yeah. Dead serious. Yeah. I didn't know that. He, he guessed as, as the... the like the grandpapa of the McPoyles. It's Guillermo del Toro. That's another great episode. The Ponderosa McPoyle wedding, wedding. is oh. one of the best. Oh, it's so and the, the chick that plays Margaret McPoyle is like really cute. She's too. actually very attractive. It's like weird to see that. Like, that she's got, give, her, give her some greasy hair and, and a, a mustache and a unibrow. Make her lick her lips all Here the you time. go, Reese. Oh, she's actually very cute. Yeah, I yeah. told you. Wowzers. That's wild. So, so yeah, I've seen it. So while we're on it, I've actually have the McPoyles as my uh, as my wild card as well. So yeah, I mean, wild they're, card. They're, they're they're like arguably between Rickety Cricket and the McPoyles. Like those are the two main recurring characters. Recurring so characters. I specifically have Liam McPoyle as my favorite, and I like him the most because before I ever saw Always a Sunny in Philadelphia, I saw him in other roles. Mm-hmm. Where he's a legit actor, yeah. Like he's yeah. in Westworld, and he's so good in Westworld. Uh, and then as Liam McPoyle, he's so dirty, it's <laughs> so creepy. He's definitely having sex with his brother and, and his sister and his and sister. sister. <laughs> it's super and Papa. So I, I like Liam McPoyle a because it's hilarious and super awkward, but mostly because he's a very good actor. Yeah. And plays this. Dude, I've seen horrific. I've character. seen uh, interviews with him, and uh, like he talks about getting in the character of McPoyles, it, and he puts a lot of thought into it. I like, bet he does, and, and it shows. Is that our pick? Is the McPoyles? It's three out of five so far. Did you? Uh, I, I, I strictly. It, just it probably will be, but we can, we can discuss. I, I am laboring over this. I can't. I still can't decide. Well, three, two, one. Charlie's uncle. Is that the one you're hearing? I'm so worried. Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. When he keeps, I'll pick someone else. When, when, he makes, when he makes the lawyer put his hands over his hands so he could look like he has normal size hands. <laughs> He's so obsessed with pitch. how small his hands are. It sounds familiar in this climate today. <laughs> dude, uh, dude, Uncle Jack, because uh, Uncle Jack starts out as like he molested... Charlie, yeah. like where the first time you meet him, he's in the kitchen and, Wait, what? and he, he wants to go wrestle Charlie. He wants to go. Hey, hey Charlie, wrestle like we used to go do when you wrestle, little. like 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 old times, huh, Charlie? And it's like, no, Uncle Jack, I never liked our wrestling matches back when I was a kid. And it was and like every time Charlie would say something about going back to the bedroom, Uncle Jack would like start getting excited, and yeah, visibly. And then, and then he's like on the news and showing like like isn't this a isn't this uh. This isn't uh, pornographic. This is art, and it's like it shows like a, a boy or whatever. It's like he's <laughs> yikes, dude! Yeah. Uh, but Uncle Uncle Jack eventually, as he kept as he became like their lawyer, and he kept giving Charlie a terrible advice, lawyer, and, and then convinced Charlie that he's an he's an expert on bird law. <laughs> and it, I just he's he's Uncle he's Jack, a great character. Damn it! I'm sorry. I, I don't it's even fine. know who plays Uncle Jack. I'm looking that up right now. Look it up. So, um, my, I, I had a backup. 
and it's Bill Ponderosa. Bill Ponderosa, <laughs> so good. He's, is is he? He's supposed to be Frank's uh, sponsor in AA, yeah, right? But if, and and at the uh, the um, wedding where he's the sponsor, <laughs> like he he gives him a bump of coke. <laughs> he's the one that spikes the punch with uh, with bath salts, oh, yeah, so that everybody turns into zombies. Jeez, <laughs> Dude, Bill Ponderosa is the most. But like you think anybody in the gang is like base vile person? Bill Ponderosa is the worst person. He in, really is. In, like he is so bad. He has a family, like a nice house family with like three kids, and then he decides to just leave them, and he's like disgusting. So, so all of our what? favorites are like the worst people on the Pretty show. Much. That's so. the entire show. Yeah, like the worst people. You know what the you know what's funny about that is I had a backup to Uncle Jack. And it was Bill Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott and I think alike. <laughs> yeah, we have oh, the exact same Giffords. sense of humor. So, uh, so now let's uh, let's cast us. All right, I'm not gonna have any part of this. I want to cast us. It sounds like Chris has has this already yeah, figured out. So let's all, so. let's hear what Chris well, has to say about. I didn't choice. have this figured out by myself. I thought it'd be funny if we casted it. But I already said, you're Dennis, Reese. Reese is Dennis. Yeah. That Jake is Frank. Totally makes sense. I'm Frank. <laughs> uh, Troy is Rickety Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know who Rickety Cricket is yet. He's the priest He's that the... has a bum knee and he had like a... I haven't met him yet. So Rickety Cricket is a is a priest. High school friend of theirs. High school okay. friend of theirs. He became a priest. He was a really upstanding, high-standing member of society. And then he the gang convinces him to come along on a few of their hijinks. And by the end of the show, he's like a homeless. He's a homeless guy who has to speak with one of those things in his throat, and he's half his hair is gone because his face is all burnt off. And like they've just run, like they hunt a man, and it's rickety cricket. <laughs> so Dennis and Mac hunt him for an episode. And he, no, no, and then he comes back and beats him up, and he's just. That's he ends up being. Just they cool. call him Rickety Cricket because he had knee braces on. <laughs> he had oh, knee braces and on. Throat. Around the time we started watching the show, Troy had a bum knee when he was moving out, and he like hurt Troy, his knee or something. Troy asks us. Troy asks us to help him move, and then like the third box down the stairs, Troy tripped and tore his ACL. Oh no! Which is not funny. <laughs> you should see his face. Troy does not think this is funny. Except for the fact that we nicknamed him Rickety Cricket because after that, Troy kept every time we text him. Oh, guys, I did something and tweaked my knee. <laughs> Troy's always tweaking his knee, and so he's rickety cricket. Rickety cricket. Because his name. Troy is not entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frank. I'm the guy that has dumpster bangs with fat Artemis behind the dog. That's actually, that's actually why I picked you as Frank, though, is for your dumpster bangs. Oh, really? <laughs> That's all I got. Who's Scott? Scott can be Mac. <laughs> okay. Because he's the beefcake. He's the beefcake. <laughs> I think when we did this originally, Jose was Mac. Because Jose, Jose used to get around more muscular men like Wilbur and like flex around and him. And flex so. on him. <clears throat> he would go to the gym and just pump his arms and his chest. All he did was arms and bench, and then he'd leave. And then he'd leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. all right. So this is a uh, winding down. Um, Chris, by the way, is uh, not Liam McCoyle, but his brother. <laughs> the one that didn't have a name, brother. What? Jack Ryan? The Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> I'll be Jack. What Ryan. is it? Where, it's right here. Uh, Ryan McCoyle. 
Okay, I'll be right. So Chris is Ryan McBoyle. All right. The bottom, the power bottom. Jake's power bottom. Speed is key. Speed is everything. <laughs> Speed is clutch. Um, so yeah, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. I'm glad we had, we had fun doing it. I it hope was you much guys did too. Yeah, I hope you guys all get the references. If you don't get the references, just watch the show. Yeah. Dude, it's it's an amazing show. Like, um, for me personally, it's uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and The Office that I can I can sit down and watch at any point, any episode. I can watch and sit down and have a great time. Like it's yep. so the the thing that Always Sunny does for me, uh, the reason why I like it so much is because every episode is a topic. That no other show would t- would we'll go touch. over except yeah. for maybe like sixty minutes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when they're taking it very seriously. Game abortions, like uh, Matt goes to abortions because he knows yeah. those chicks put out. <laughs> he goes to pick up chicks at the abortion. So clinic. he's he's super super uh, pro life. Yeah, well, he's super and Catholic. No, in the in the episode, yeah, super pro life until the girl that he's with gets pregnant or says she's pregnant. He's like, you, you gotta, gotta go get an abortion. abortion. <laughs> the best part, the, the best part about that episode is when Dennis is on the pro life side or on the pro pro choice side, and the girls aren't putting out for him, so he's like. I'm gonna go over to the pro life side, and he gets on the fence, and then he's literally, oh, yeah, literally on, on the, the fence, fence, and they're throwing eggs at him from both sides. <laughs> that guy's on the fence. Oh, the commentary! I would say, I would say, it's always sunny in Philadelphia is like a live action version of South Park, like where nothing. Yeah, that's like, probably pretty fair. Like nothing is like everything is game. Like like there's nothing off limits. And, yeah. and just yeah. the shenanigans they get into would never really. I happen. think that's a really good way to describe it. It's like when they grow up and they go to bar together. That's <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. Sweet dude, that was a good right. episode. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Do we have some shout outs? Yeah, dude. Uh, shout out here. Someone left us a review recently. Her name is Kylie Daly. Who? She sounds. She sounds. She sounds nice. familiar. Sounds great. Uh, I'm gonna she ask her like to marry me before you do. Oh, that's fair. I'm still gonna ask. She you said, uh, "I love the dynamic that you cold bros have together. I find myself laughing in each episode, which is make it or break it for me. And the emoji rating should stay." And she gave me a emoji rating of a heart eyes on you, heart eyes. Very it's nice. A good rating. Oh, uh, nice. Kylie, will you marry me? Hey, Kylie, will you marry me? She'll have to make a choice. She will. <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. So uh, what, what are we doing next time, y'all? Uh, I think next time, um, I think I'm going to have all of you guys watch Tombstone. Yes! Did you forget? I forgot for just a was second. Brain <laughs> pregnant pause. <laughs> Tombstone. Oh pause God. for effect. I was pausing for effect. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to watch Tombstone, and then we My will... My nipples are hard. It's, it's a so bit excited. of a change of pace, for, I think, for us. Yeah, uh, okay. So we're going to watch Tombstone, and we'll talk about it. Awesome. Sweet. All right, cool. Bye. See you guys next week. Love you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.